0: this week on the meg rock show i was able to sit down with judy holler judy is the best-selling author of fear is my homeboy how to slay doubt boss up and succeed on your own terms she's the creator of the house of and a purpose-driven brand that uses the improv mindset to help you open the door to possibility she's the podcast host of yes and with judy holler she explores high vibe living entrepreneurship and how to build habits that last all through the lens of an improviser. Welcome to the Meg Rock Show with Manifesting Marge, enlightening you with high vibe spiritual guidance, interviews with high vibe people, and those who practice different healing modalities around the world. I help women manifest more love, more self-love, more money, better health, and clarity on their life path. My purpose is to help you remember who the f- you are. Let's rock this out. Welcome, Judy. I'm so excited to have you. I found you on social media and you know how you just, you just see people that you totally connect with and you can feel their energy, even if it's through social media. Energy is an amazing thing. And I was like, oh my gosh, she's so, she's so my tribe.
1: So I'm so excited to have you. Thank you, Megan. That means a lot coming from you because I know you're all about the energy and I feel the same way. Uh, And it's really cool. I always feel like it's such an awesome, authentic compliment when someone says that because it can be, it can be hard to I'll reach out through a phone lens right and through a camera screen and so when someone really feels that sort of vibe um you know even from an instagram story or a post or a video man it means a lot because i know the world needs a lot more light right now and i'm proud to do some of that work
0: well and you know of course none of us would have liked Would have like 2020 to happen and we've still got some residuals in 2021, but it's really crazy because all, when I talk about like prayer and meditation, I always tell people, you know, like we don't understand, we, we don't understand when we pick up the phone to call someone, even when we text someone or old school, like rotary phones, like how is the person on the other end energetically, they just are. And so it's the same way Mm -hmm. with your prayer and your meditation, with your intention there is a connection that's happening and i have connected like deeply connected with so many people in the past year year mm-hmm. and a half solely after chills solely through social media and i think there's there's this connectedness that's happening that's happening in a different way that's allowing us to find our connection with humanity on a total different like yeah, level of consciousness. It's crazy. It's crazy that. how many real connections I've made in the past year and a half from my house mm. away from humans, which that human connection is real. Like you got to have that. But at the same yeah. time, I've made some really
1: cool, deep, awesome new friends yeah. like this. I love this. And yeah, I love that. Number one, there's already goosebumps and we're about 45 seconds into the interview. So that's a good sign because I always think goosebumps are angels, right? Or my spirit guides or somebody sort of tapping me on the shoulder, reminding me, aha, that's something to pay attention to. And I want to click into something you just said that I love so much. So, you know, I'm an improviser by trade, which means that Uh, you know I've studied a form of comedy that is aligned uh, to the principles of trusting yourself right and being comfortable in really uncomfortable situations and I think we've all gone through a lot of really uncomfortable stuff and I think we're all waking up to realize that you know life is improv none of us have a script but what we do have is who we are and how we are willing to show up every day and so to click into something you said about connecting with other people. One of the the core fundamentals of the improv theater is that it's all about the ensemble, the group, the tribe, right? And one of my main jobs when I'm on stage uh, performing in any capacity is to make the person I'm playing with look better than me, look amazing, look incredible. And this has bled over into my life, certainly into my life as an entrepreneur, a creator, a social um, conversation starter, a thought leader, because and this is something you can use. So if you got a notebook, write this down or like file this away. Okay. If you're listening, this is big. I want you to think about everyone you are speaking to communicating with or creating social media for as them having a sign around their neck that says, make me feel important. See me, hear me, you know, do, do you see me? Do I matter to you? Right. And, and that was a big shift for me, whether I was playing on an improv stage or whether I'm, I'm conducting business or writing content, content on social, like, am i thinking about you first because i think when that happens when that when that dance begins with the other person in mind you naturally rise alongside of them and i and i'm always i'm always thinking about it you know make me feel important because i think that's what people want we want to be seen we want to be seen and um i hear you you know i've i've been able to connect with some great people online uh, online as well and um I think it's because I, I have the guts to shut up a little bit and, and listen as much as I, you know, teach.
0: Absolutely. Well, and when I was thinking about starting this podcast, I was like, yes, I'm full of lots of good information. And there's so many things that I can share to help the world, but you know what? I don't want this to be about me. Yeah. I want to have a platform and a stage where I can bring all these amazing people on so that if maybe what I say doesn't resonate with someone, somebody else may say something that resonates with someone. So I was like, I just want the inspirational, motivational healers, the people like you. So I'm so excited to have you on today and I want to hear about your book and all the things, but what's so fascinating to me is, is the story behind the story. Like mm. where did this all start? Cause I'm sure you've had a dark night at some
1: point in your life, which led you to where you are today. Oh yeah. The dark night of the soul. Really? Um, sure. I'm a, I'm a human being and, you know, um, while I am a pretty optimistic person, right. Uh, that does not mean that, there is no pain in the world. And my optimism does not deny that people are suffering, but what it does do, and I just posted this today on on Instagram actually, um, what it does for me, right? Walking in the light, being the light and bringing the joy when I can, because we all have bad days. It means that I choose to be a light in a world that can feel really dark. And there are people, um, that are really, really struggling. So I think if you have anything to give, give it. You know, I've been in those dark places and there are people that have pulled me out of those places. And um, you know, I think light workers and people who are um spiritually awakened show up and our lives um when we need them right like when the student is ready the teacher arrives right and that is my story uh the student was ready i moved to chicago by way of a big promotion i was working in sales and marketing opening hotels in the hospitality and 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 meetings industry uh planning big conventions meetings events and got a promotion moved up to chicago from st louis and um I knew when I moved to Chicago, I wanted to try some improv out. And um, I was ready for a change. I was a bit in a rut. I was single, not married, none of this stuff, right? I I didn't really have any friends in Chicago. So I knew I had to add something new to me in order to shake it up, in order to make waves and in order to really have fun in Chicago and figure things out. You can't just sit there and do nothing and expect to have an awesome life. So I'm like, you know what? I've always wanted to do improv, um, which is a form, by the way, if you don't know, of live theater. And we have no script, right? We make it up on the fly as we go. Second City (coughs) in Chicago is a very famous place to study improv. Some of its alumni, people like Tina Fey, Amy Puller, Steve Carell, Chris Farley, all kinds of good stuff. So um, I took the basic classes, right? Like that anybody can go take. and from there, it opened the door to so many other things. And what a lot of people don't know, and I tell this, I work uh, as a keynote speaker. So I do a lot of uh, professional speaking. And one of the stories I tell from the stage in my my talk on fear, it's called Everyday Improviser. I tell the story about how, like, the first time I went to improv, um, I quit. I didn't even go. I paid the fee, the full fee, the non-refundable fee for the entire freaking semester. And I never walked in the room. I was 30 years old at the time. And I felt like I was an ancient fossil. I thought I was too old. I thought everybody was going to make fun of me. I thought I was too late that I had missed my chance. And has anybody ever felt that way? I mean, Meg, have you ever felt that way? Like, you're like, oh my God, what am I doing here? Like, I'm I'm not smart enough for this. I'm not funny. Who, like, who do I think I am, right? And so, you know, it, it what if we could stop that, right? What if we could stop quitting on ourselves? If we could stop doubting our greatness and most importantly, if we could stop allowing fear, right? To make our decisions. So it took about two years, read a lot of Brene Brown turned up the volume on that Beyonce, right? Had some good people in my network, mustered up the courage, literally almost two years to go back. I re-signed up, paid the fee again, um, walked back to Second City from my apartment in Lincoln Park went in the classroom this time and what's so cool and in my talk I uh, put up a, a photo of my very first improv ensemble and I highlight two people in the photo. When I walked into that classroom the second time, (laughs) um, when I actually walked in, uh, the first person I saw was a woman named Shelly, who at the time was a 56 year old University of Chicago professor taking improv to like better connect with her students. And then there was a guy named Frank, uh, who was a 53 year old sales guy taking improv to like be a better presenter. And here I was waiting for almost two years. So that is how it began, that brave moment. Opening the door to that improv classroom reminds me every single day. And now I have goosebumps. That if you want anything to happen in your life, if you want to create change, if you want to amplify the quality of your life, if you want to be a better mom, a better spouse, a better friend, a better business, like you've got to open the door and you're going to have to do it scared. And you're going to have to be willing to surrender your control and your comfort in order to earn the comfortable badass life that you want and the more you do this the better and braver you get so that's how that's how I got here improv improv baby improv
0: that is so powerful so i i tell this to people a lot you know as a manifesting coach mm-hmm. when we work to manifest and we dream and we have these goals and these visions of these things that we want for ourselves we we know what we want but we, we kind of forget what has to happen yeah. for it to happen and, and what has to happen when it shows up. So you can manifest and you, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh my God, I really did this. It's here. And then you have to step on the stage. Ooh. And it's just like you said. So the first time you're like, I paid for it. I didn't even show up. So you, you manifested, manifested the opportunity. It showed up and you weren't quite ready to step on the stage. But what it showed you was that you're capable of anything. There it is. Mm, there it it's is. up to you what you, what you want to do with it. The door, the door's there. You can choose not to go in it. And then the second time you're like, okay, I'm ready. I'm stepping on stage. And so, <laughs> I mean, throughout our entire life, it's like, okay, you do something, it feels good. You want something else. And then it shows up and it's like, Ooh, okay. I got to step on the stage. And life is about continually stepping on the freaking stage. Yes. And we never get comfortable with the uncomfortable. We just work through it and we're like, oh my God, it really wasn't so bad after all. And I'm so freaking glad I did it.
1: Yes, yes. And and so in the improv theater, we use the words yes and to move things on forward on stage, right? And so this is great from a manifestation perspective too, because you can use this to manifest a lot of things because you can say yes and still be complacent. You can stay yes and still remain stuck safe and just the same. Uh, We're teaching in our community, uh, in the house of and that we're building that and is actually Batman and yes is Robin because you can say yes all day long. It's the and like what you just described, you can manifest all day long, you can say all the right things. But if you are not willing to end it to move to add something new to you. I mean, one of the questions we get the most in our community is, dude, I'm in a rut. Like I am in a rut. I don't know how to get out of it. Like my health, my wellness, my marriage, whatever my kids, my job, my career, I'm in a rut. I'm stuck. I'm uninspired. My response is always, and this is the superpower, this is how you can change the game and your life without anybody realizing you've changed the game. You and it. So add something new to you. You have the ability wherever you are to innovate any place that you are by simply adding something new to you. So manifestation, not only requires, and you know this, your subconscious mind to get in check, right? You got to tell your subconscious mind where you want to go. But then if you are not brave enough to put your beautiful little feet out onto the stage, step out onto the high dive and jump into that pool, or get yourself on that proverbial karaoke stage of life. Like, dude, you're going to be the same and you're going to remain stuck and you're never going to get shit done. So we want to move and manifestation, I think starts with an M on purpose because it is all about movement. It's about momentum and that is magic. So yeah, we're super aligned there, sister. I love it. And your name starts with an M. There's some M's in the, in the world right now. I don't know. Manifestation, movement, momentum, Meg rock. Let's go. (laughs) You're exactly right. And someone just told me the other day
0: on my podcast, a Star Seed Coach, told me that I was a Star Seed, and that was a Mage. That Mages are here oh, to help inspire so- and teach people how to co-create manifest their life. I was like, Girl, Oh my gosh! Because I was named Margaret, so people call me manifesting. Mm-hmm. My husband started calling me Marge. So then it, I was going to ask you about that. Marge. Okay. Yeah, it's yeah. really funny. Drove me crazy. I love it. Like drove me. I thought of like Marge Simpson, and then he started calling me Marge for real. Then all his friends it. started calling me Marge. Our kids. I love call- it. Marge. I'm probably going to be Margie when I'm a grandma, so it's oh totally God. stuck, and it's really it's sweet. So and good, it's
1: and it's unique. It's it unique, is right. It right? is. Yeah. It well, is. Well, I'm always yeah. saying this, Meg. Like, if you don't like the story someone's saying, change it. You get Absolutely. to write, you get to write the story. You can make Marge sexy. You make Marge high vibe. You make Marge a certified vibe baby. Right. So we don't have to allow other people to define things for us. We get to write that story. Um, it's ours to tell. And I think that's an empowering shift in itself. So Marge packs a big punch girl for a lot of reasons.
0: It's That's you. right. Thank you. Thank you. I love it. Well, and it's going back to what you were saying about, um, showing up and, and taking the courage to do something different and, and the, and, you know, we create energy around, around ideas and the energy that we create around our ideas starts to create more energy around that idea and attract those same energetic frequencies that match it. And so if you're going into anything, you know, you're going into improv scared and you're like, I don't know that I can do this. And you know, this, maybe this isn't for me and I am too old. You are going to attract all of those energies that prove that to you. You are too old. Yeah, You can't do this. And so when you change your mindset and energetically shift to, I can, I'm supposed to be here. I'm just as qualified as everybody else you will also find that those same things show up for you.
1: Mm, people will that. say,
0: people will say all the time, I told you this was going to happen. And I'm like, yes, you did. Like you, the universe is not against you. It's working with you energetically. It matches what you believe. So that belief system Yes, it can be programmed from our childhood and from our past, but you have the free will to change that. And we've got to take energetic responsibility for how we're moving through life and how we are, um, how we're stepping on stage, whatever it is. It could be being a mom. Every day we have the choice of how we want to step on the stage, step on the stage
1: energetically. Yes, and isn't that exciting to think about? Like that means at any moment you can rewrite the story. Like you always are holding the pen in your hand. And I think one thing that I don't uh, do well with is victim mentality, right? You have this choice every day to be a victim or a badass and we've all had bad things happen to us. So there's a story, Meg. It's one of my favorite stories about perspective. And uh, I think a lot of your audience could relate. So my, um, when we think of, of being a victim, right? And how we wanna write that story. So you take the worst thing that, you know, are you a mom? You have kids, you have kids of your own. Okay. So, boys. My, okay. And I bet you have, we have a lot of women listening in right now who uh, have kids. So uh, my very best friend, Jody, um, 11 years ago, lost her first daughter, Olivia. Okay. Uh, and uh, two months after that loss, um, she's, you know, roughly two months later, she's, you know, on the floor of her closet, just, you know, having a hard time getting dressed, getting herself together. And, you know, you can imagine. So her husband, Adam, walks in, and uh, she's bawling, and she scoops her up off the, the closet floor. And he says something to her um, that forever transformed her as a human being, and most certainly her as a mom. Now, he says, "Jody, we have a choice to make here. We can be the parents who lost Olivia, or We can choose to be Olivia's parents. Wow. Goosebumps again. And it was in that moment she rose up and decided, I'm going to be a mom. I'm going to be a a wife. I'm going to be an awesome friend. She has two boys, Isaac and Ian. They celebrate Olivia's birthday. She's a part of their conversations. They pray to her anytime they take a drive. Her wings are like over their car. Here I am. I have goosebumps again. Like here I am talking about her. She is in this room right now with us. And she lives on because Jody was brave enough to go on. Jody had a choice to make in that moment. She could have been a victim. Oh my God, I'm the girl who lost my daughter and poor me and everybody walk on eggshells around me and I'm depressed and I'm overweight and all this has happened to me because of, because of, because of, because of. Or you can step into that gift, into that power and say, aha, you know, this is here for me and I'm gonna honor her by being her mom. I'm going to be her mama. And it's hard not to see yourself in that story and to say, and to take any problem that you have going on right now and allow it to continue to wreck your life. Dude, you got a choice. Let's go get it. Let's go get it.
0: Yeah, That is so powerful.
1: It's a big one.
0: So powerful. And, and what we all also have to remember. I mean, especially if you're, mo- if, if you're a mom, but even if you're not a mom and we all have oh. people in our lives that feel us and depend on us and, and, you know, energetically, it's not just about us. It's about the people around us as well, yes. you know? So that's another energetic component to how we show up, you know? Mm-hmm. So your friend, I mean, she had a husband and she had two other sons and, yes you know, she wanted to create a legacy and make her daughter proud. And, Mm. you know, and when we realize it goes back to what we were saying at the beginning of this, when we, when we step out of that, it's about me. It's about me. Yes. Mindset. And we step into how can I be a light to others and how can, how can I help others? We find that peace and we find that Mm. flow.
1: Yes. Yes. And what a waste. I mean, everything that Jody went through with Olivia, I mean, she was born and she did live for a while. And if Jody would have squandered her life away and been this miserable, negative, victim y sort of chick, what a waste Olivia's life would have been. What a waste. I mean, honor her. Honor, you know, we're all going to go through loss. Like, there's one thing that's guaranteed a little change taxes death right we're going to go through it we're going to lose people we love people are going to leave you company is going to fire you there's going to be pandemics things we things will happen things are going to happen. So this is why the work you're doing is so important, Meg, and why this mindset of empowering yourself, thinking like an improviser, and realizing that you can tap into your power at any time, and that at any moment, you have the ability to rewrite the script. This this is so important now more than ever, because we will never be able to control other people places and or things, but we can control how we show up. And is that easy every day? No. But is it important? You betcha.
0: Absolutely. It truly is. Okay. So you're an amazing keynote speaker. You've spoken, you. you know, in front of these incredible, humongous companies, I mean, for seasons, T-Mobile, Sprint, Boston. You know, what is the number one thing that you speak on? Is it um Boston Red Sox? Is it, is it fear? I mean, fear Fear is, that's what we've been talking about so far. Fear is a big, a big one. Yes. Is fear the main thing that you speak on?
1: Yeah. So we're in the process of um, writing a new talk right now, all about the transformational power of and, which is so exciting, but the work is still aligned. So we talk about, we, like I'm five people all of a sudden, I talk about um, the improv mindset and how it can help you live a braver life and be more courageous and get more innovative. I think, you know, when we think about, I work with a lot of companies, right? Fortune 500, breaking into the Fortune 100 company space and, you know, teams and leaders and organizations and entrepreneurs, even uh, solopreneurs like you and I running small teams and uh, building mighty, small, but mighty companies and movements and communities. I mean, we all want to be more innovative and we all want to win, right? We, we all want to keep, our people and thrive and and protect our energy and i think we get so caught up in the this fact that we assume that doing that means we have to stop everything we're doing, and recreate the wheel entirely. And I'm proposing uh, a bit of a different idea that you can simply add something new to you. And when you do that, despite the possibility of failure, you really can truly innovate wherever you are. And you can use the transformational power of Anne to do that. So my work uses the ideas from the improv theater to help you navigate the unscripted stage of everyday life. And we start with fears. So my signature talk on fear is called everyday improviser. And that's really a great starting point. You know, I get people up and we improvise and it's hysterical and you'll hear stories that'll make you think and maybe give you some goosebumps, but you'll also laugh and you'll learn. And then the and talk sort of amplifies and pours a little gasoline onto that fire where we, we crack open those ideas even further and really talk about how uh, the ideas from the improv theater can help you innovate Um, As a human, as a mom, as a business owner, as a solopreneur, and as, as a company with a team, uh, really trying to make waves in the world. So improv, managing fear, reducing anxiety, um, and really protecting yourself as a, as a human being along the way. I mean, my work is very holistic, you know, spirituality is certainly a part of what I do because like nothing, nothing works if you don't work, like nothing works if you don't work. So that's got to work in order for you, like, you'll never like courage. Like it is hard to be brave. You can't be exhausted and brave. You can't be crazy busy and brave. Right. And so many of us, especially women and, and moms, like we're running on fumes. You have to have energy and stamina in order to do brave things, uh, which includes manifestation and, and, protecting your energy and vibrating really high. So, you know, we talk a lot about that as it relates to managing fear as well. So um, someone once wrote about my talks, uh, hearing Judy, I think it was one of my clients from Sprint. She, and I'm going to paraphrase here. It's on my website. She said something like, um, listening to Judy's talk is like, um, a, a Zen trip to the spa after you've slammed three shots of espresso, something along those lines. <laughs> like it's a strong cup of coffee mixed with like a day at the spa. And I'm like, that is the best compliment ever. Right? Like you leave feeling high vibe, but you also leave feeling like whole and like a warm blanket and like, you know what, I can do this. I can do this. So thanks for asking, but that's, that's a little bit of a highlight on the work. (laughs) I love
0: that. Okay. So I'm sitting here thinking while you're speaking and, you know, one thing that, that keeps coming up for me, and I really feel like I've stepped into this place Mm. in the past year and a half is, um, you know, to be successful in anything, you've got to have that masculine energy. You've got to have that drive. That determination, that courage, that watch me energy, hell or high water, I'm doing this. You've got to have that, but you've also got to have that feminine energy of allowing and you know working more in flow instead of force. And mm. I've created a lot of success in my life, and um, I forced a lot of it. And um, money's great. We all love money. You need money to live. And you need money to give. But there's different ways to create money. And I can tell you at this point in my life, I would much, I would much rather be in the flow of money than the force of Mm. money. And the other aspect of that is, you know, I feel like with everyone, but we're you know, my audience is mainly women. We, we want something new. We are feeling tugged to do something different. And, we are not feeling aligned with our support system, right? Where they're not agreeing with it, they're not getting it. We're feeling kind of lonely and sh- questioning what we should be doing because we're not getting the the validation from the people around us that it's the thing we should do. That yeah. we're still feeling pulled to do it, and that's the uh, that other force inflow is that you know when you feel called to do something, not to say that there's people that have been in your life are bad people but energetically, maybe you're just not aligned with them anymore. And so when yeah. we step on the stage of life in our soul, our spirit is calling us to do something different, different. It is scary and feeling alone and misunderstood is scary as shit. And <laughs> yes. the crazy thing is, is when you do that, those people that are aligned with you, they're supposed to support you on that next journey. They just show up Mm. and it all makes sense. And that's, I have, we have so many chills going on here. I have chills again. That's the raising your vibe that Mm. we talk about, right? And I think that's one of the things that women really struggle with is fear of rejection and, you know, feeling left out and not being understood and doing the thing anyway, knowing that that support system is going to show up to stay the course.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, there are three words that are taped to, well, I have a lot of mantras in my office and around my computer specifically, the things I look at every day. And one of them says, you are the compass, you know, and it is easy to feel overwhelmed. It is easy to get pulled in a million different directions. It's easy to have anxiety and worry. Oh my God, what's going to happen? Are they going to call me? I wasn't invited. Oh my God, I'm feeling left out. Or, you know, will this problem be solved in my life? How will I find the money? Oh my gosh, all the things, right? Um. So the first thing I'm always tapping into is like, okay, you know, if if there's something going on, like your your body will viscerally react, right? I mean, that is your body talking to you. Whether it's the goosebumps we've been feeling here, nudging us that we're in the right direction, or Olivia whispering in my ear like, "Thank you for that story, sharing it again." Whatever it is, that's a moment, right? Goosebumps are a thing, but so is that internal, internal struggle. You know, sometimes it manifests. Like I just did. uh, I just had a conversation about this the other day. And then I made a post about it, this notion that like, you know, I am a, a full blown recovering people pleaser, right? Like hate confrontation, want everybody to like me. Oh my God. And I turn 45 in five days. Okay. And I can finally say in my 45 years that I'm finally getting better at this, but I'm the girl who's like, I, God forbid, I send my food back because they're all going to, they're going to spit my food. Okay. God forbid. I tell my hairdresser that the color is awful because everybody's going to talk about me. God forbid. I say what I really want to say, because then everybody's going to troll me like we, we. And so what happens is I get sick and I have gut issues and I break out and I can't sleep and I get anxiety and I have migraines. I mean, this is your body talking to you. So you are the compass. And we just had this happen in my business this morning. A project is being rushed. Um, because we feel like we need to do this thing. And oh my God, we got to create all these different things. Yeah, Yeah, what you just said, I needed so bad, Meg. And it is feeling really forced. And Amanda on my team literally voice texted me this morning. She goes, and I go on vacation starting tomorrow for my birthday. She goes, we're stopping all of this. Go, go to the desert. Think about it. There is, this is feeling forced and we're no longer in flow. And I said, thank you for recognizing that because my body is reacting and I'm the compass and this isn't a direction I wanna be going. So flow it, baby, flow it out. And that is me tapping back into that divine feminine. The masculine in me wants to move, go, go, sell, boom, money, move things, let's go. Let's create shit just to create shit. When in reality, that's going to end up doing me a disservice in the long run because my body is reacting in a really bad way right now. And it has been keeping me up at night. And so, yeah, I needed this for a minute, Meg, because I struggle with it just like everybody else. Like I am a student and I am forever learning and um, I need to be in more flow. That's actually one of my goals for this year was to really tap into the divine feminine of Judy a little bit more and allow myself to be nurtured and to slow down and to sort of have a warm blanket put around my shoulders from time to time and take in the hugs and the things that I need to really take care of her. uh, Because there's Judy, the CEO, there's Judy, the brand and the voice, and then there's Judy, the human being. And let me tell you, Judy, the CEO and Judy, the brand, the voice, they all work for Judy, the human being. And borrow, steal that business model because that's the truth. And it goes back to nothing works if you don't work. So um, I'm the compass and I love what you had to offer there because yeah, when you're forcing something, whether it's a friendship, or a relationship, or a business deal. Take a look at that. Take a look at that. How is it manifesting in your body, right? Because if you're reacting in goofy ways, and your tummy's upset, and you can't sleep, and you're sweating, and you're pacing your office, oh, that's that's a that's something you need to listen to, right?
0: Absolutely. And I'm just, you know, I, we we learn things at the appropriate time ugh. in our life. And gosh, I just turned forty, and oh, I just said, I only know this. Welcome. 20, <laughs> thank you. Welcome. If I'd Welcome only known party. this when when I was 25, like I have forged so much and I've yeah. made it happen. Yes, you can manipulate energy and you can you can you can make stuff happen. But at the same time, I just I know how oh good it God. feels to be in flow. Oh my God, And yeah. I just have to ask myself: Does this feel good? Okay. Well, <laughs> if it's giving me anxiety and it's making me fearful and all of the things that aren't so good you literally just have to step back yeah you have to step I mean, back and we live in such a we live in such a force-fed world everything around us is force-fed i mean our kids yeah. are being force-fed at school let me get me started on the school system oh yeah oh yeah but, i mean everything is just it's not about media? being intuitive and
1: listening to your heart yeah social media everything their people are forcing their opinions and their agendas and their ideals down your throat and so this is why those detoxes, those breaks are so important. Make sure that unfollow button is critical. Your feed should be diverse and high vibe and offer different perspectives, but it needs to be high vibe. There's this, I'm sure, have you read Layla Delia's book, Vibrate Higher Daily? No. Okay. It's a good one. You got to put it on your list. It's so good. I got to get um, it. I, I learned about her through Jessica, through Jess Swig. So you're- Yes. You know, yeah, you know yeah. Um, so, okay, so she she gives us really great analogy about energy, okay? When we're talking about vibrations and like the way it can elevate you or hold you down, she compares it to planes being in flight. So when a plane is flying at a lower altitude, right? Um, short trips, you're going from St. Louis to Chicago or Nashville to, Atlanta, Ohio, Atlanta, like Mm -hmm. short trips, you're going to fly kind of low, right? And when you're flying at a lower altitude, um, you you uh, experience turbulence, there's bumps, it's bumpy. right? Because you're flying low, you're lower vibe, right? Now, when you take a long haul flight and you're going over to Hawaii or you're traveling across the country, you're gonna get up whoop, above that 30K and you're gonna get into that smooth air and it's smooth and it's done on purpose. And so love this that. is a beautiful application for life because when you have low vibe, when you're flying low altitude with your relationships, you're gonna experience bumps. It's why you're sick. It's why you're stressed out. It's why you can't get anything done. It's not why you don't feel supported. It's why you're eating like crap and drinking too much and all the things and you think you're a bad mom and all these things because you're with people who are like, flying at the wrong altitude when you can get above it when you can elevate your conversations your mindset the books you read the podcasts you listen to like you you experience less turbulence right so and this goes even for family Meg like there are I have a friend who is constantly sick she's like a bag you know because she's so sick like and her family is so much turbulence and she needs to get out of the weeds on that and into her space and this is what it was like for me and my mom like I had to remove some of that energy in my life for me to rise above it in order for me to heal myself. It doesn't mean that I can't be around my mom or love my mom where she is, but I have to manage that. So I don't take on the sickness because I want to vibrate higher daily. So I thought I'd share that with you because that was a game changer for me, right? Oh yeah. That is, I love that analogy. And and, and
0: when you get higher, you're able to see things from a higher perspective and all of that little stuff. It's like, Mm-hmm. It's not even bothering me. I'm not no. allowing that to get to me.
1: You don't because yes, I'm elevated. It. I've risen, yes. and and guys, all the tides come up to you, right? If this doesn't mean, and then your job when you get to that place, Megan, this is what you're doing in your work. This is why you're a light worker. This is this. Is, we need these people now more than ever. You pull people up. You bring them with you and you show people how they can really build true wealth, whatever that looks like for you. You show people that they can rewrite the script. You show people that they have always had the power to add something new, right? You can innovate wherever you are. You can change your life at any moment because it can change at any moment. And so once we get up, once we get up, once we vibe up, we pull people up with us and that's that's when the fun begins.
0: Love it. Absolutely love it. We could be here for days. Just gets me, I I mean, talking about energy gets me so excited. I mean, yes, it's, it's how we met. And I mean, I can feel the energy right now in my office. Same. It is so high. I'm buzzing.
1: Same. It feels really good, doesn't it? It's the best drug. So I quit drinking. So I did this year of no no alcohol. So um, like, I just wanted to see, like, I started off with like a dry January. I just wanted to see what would happen. And then I was like, oh, damn, I feel good. I feel good. Dude, it has been like, I'm about to go to Arizona and celebrate my first like birthday, no alcohol. It's going to be interesting. But the reason I'm bringing that up is like this drug I'm feeling right here is so great that, you know, I I haven't felt the need to numb it the way I used to. And this is a, this is the supply. This right here is the supply I want to get high off of. And when you can really tap into it, ooh, it's, it's good. It's good. I mean, you just want every, you You want to find a way, Meg, if we could find a way to bottle, bottle it up virtually, mm-hmm. I mean, we'd be bazillionaires. You
0: know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. Well, yeah. Hey, I was just sitting here thinking about this, whatever you're trying to launch. Well, you know, we're at the very beginning of mercury retrograde. So oh, we don't launch anything until ju- till July. Okay. This is great.
1: You know, what's so the I'm energy's
0: already started. I mean okay. every energy is so wonky right now.
1: We'll go yes. July 1. We'll go July 1 cuz I have been feeling weird about June this is why. I have been feeling rushed. It's felt out of flow. It has a, I need time and this is that's a beautiful reminder. I didn't realize it started today. I'm so glad we're on You this. know it start it
0: actually starts uh let's see. I think it starts it's the soon. 20 the 29th but you Ooh, know the right energy can get birthday. wonky. Okay. The energy can get wonky a couple weeks before and then a okay. couple weeks after. So I can't, I don't know exactly when it ends, look at it and see when it ends. And then I would wait probably a couple of weeks after, um, I want to see it ends June. Is it June 22nd? I don't remember exactly, but I'm telling you, like, I I mean, it is, it it would, it blows my mind that more companies and more entrepreneurs don't live by the cycles retrograde. Yeah. The cycles. Yeah. Yeah. The cycles. It's because we would avoid so many technical hiccups and issues. I mean, if people just realized, I mean, hello, we've Mm -hmm. been, we've been getting our information from the cosmos since the beginning of time time. and somehow humans are just. Somehow humans are just too smart
1: and full of ego for all that, you know. I guess you're right. It's too woo woo right? But I'm like, hey, okay, then you I'm gonna keep collect, I'm gonna keep collecting my life checks then because things are really good over here. And that's I follow feelings. I I try to follow most days' flow. I I really uh try to be the commander of my ship, right? That subconscious mind is telling my conscious mind what to go do. And I read in a book last night, Meg. I don't know if okay, I'm dying to know if you do this. Um, so when we sleep, we repair ourselves, right? We heal and our body literally, I mean, this is why people who don't sleep with stress and stuff, it's hard to heal. I mean, you have to be able to sleep. And so I I read in this book, um, that it's a book by Joseph Campbell, the power, Joseph Campbell, the power of the subconscious mind. They were saying that, um, one of the best times to ask for what you want to really say, okay, I'm right writing a new book. I need clarity. I have a new speech. I'm working on a new business idea is to ask for it before you sleep, because it's in that time of sleep that all the the conscious mind goes to bed, the stuff that's telling you, you can't, you're not smart enough, good enough. It's never going to work. You don't have the money, but your subconscious mind doesn't know the difference. So it's going to work for you. And I just, so I've been doing this new thing before bed, Meg, where I will, I have a few post-it notes on my nightstand or or whether it's my journal or whatever, where I'm saying some mantras about what I need, what I'm looking for now in what I desire, not want, because want is lack. Desire is a high vibe wish, right? So what are the things I'm desiring, whether it's financially, health-wise, business clarity, and I ask for it before sleep. And um, it's been a cool little practice. Have you played with that at that all? Is, that is so
0: beautiful. I love that. Now, doing that before you go to sleep is so powerful. It's so powerful. So So if you, so if you do that before you go to sleep and then in the morning, when you wake up, you take just another thing is if you can try to remember your dreams, sometimes Mm. I'm better, better at it than others. But if you can like have a pen paper beside your bed and with your, just casually try to grab it with your eyes still closed and write down what you can remember before (sighs) you've opened your eyes. There's something about opening your eyes Mm. after the dream space that you just somehow don't remember it as clearly, but if you can do it with your eyes closed Ooh. and then you start waking up and you, you're, you're still in that meditative state. If you can manifest, mm. meditate on what you desire and just simmer in that early in the morning, so you're cool. so connected to spirit that that time frame
1: of going to bed and slowly waking up is just <sighs> Power. The book was saying how magical it was. And even that space before you like, right before you go to bed, when you know, you're done with like your tech, hopefully you're charging your phone across the room, but like you're done reading, you're done watching whatever your Netflix is, whatever you do before bed. Like it's that magical space right before you open your eyes and right before you go to sleep, that your body starts to do the things it needs to do to get you what you want. So, you know, kind of back to the and the ampersand, right? This notion of adding something new, maybe that's what I'll, I'll give myself one of the gifts I'll give myself Myself for my birthday, this okay. I'll add something new. I've never done that before. I've never kept a, yes. a dream notebook by my bed before, and so maybe I start trying that. And and because I think if you want new outputs, you have to you have to create new inputs. So if you want to you want to do new things, if you want new things, you have to try new things. So that's going to be a new thing I try. Uh, yes, say thank Mid-Rock. you.
0: Yeah, and say yeah. you know thank you, God, Source, Creator, Angels, yeah, Spirit Guides, Council of Souls. Thank yeah. you for allowing me to remember my dream. Like, thank you for allowing me to, to remember my experience and the astral world. You know, we go into other worlds, other dimensions when we sleep where healing takes place that and we crazy. connect with I our love loved that. ones and we have premonitions about things that are happening in our life yes. and we get ideas and information and downloads of what we're supposed to do in this lifetime it's freaking amazing it's amazing
1: it's deja amazing. vu and all of that you know it's so one quick 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 story and this is so weird but it's also how the universe works so we have um we're heading out on vacation and we have two dogs and we have some land and we have an invisible fence for the dogs, right? And it broke when we got our mulch put in. And, you know, we're leaving the college kids home with like dogs and I'm nervous, right? Because we have a one-year-old German Shepherd and there's a new puppy next door. And what if he runs across and I, so I've been carrying this anxiety, carrying it, like worried I'm not gonna enjoy my birthday trip, worried I'm gonna be stressed and carrying it, knowing I shouldn't be carrying it because it's already handled. I'm asking for it, I'm asking for it. Like what, so I finally released, I allowed myself to be in flow. And I was like, you know what? it's handled. What's meant to be will happen. I kid you not. Our neighbors next door that have this puppy. This was just yesterday morning. They were getting their invisible fence put in. We couldn't get on the list to get the fence fixed till like July, July, July. And this guy with another company's next door fixing the fence. My husband walks out. Come to find out he knows the guy. He's like, oh my God, whatever's Roger, no way. You know, we just had a thing happen. He's like, no problem. When I finish fixing this fence, I'll hop right over and I'll find that line and we'll make it happen. And I stood in my office and I, again, had goosebumps all over my body and I looked up and I just had a moment where I was like, thank you. Thank you and so it's handled and 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 I mean so much so that we were um when I very first moved here um eight years ago and we were we had no lawnmower and things were really weird at that time and money was tight and my husband went through a divorce and we needed a new lawnmower and um I, I was like how are we gonna get this lawnmower and it, it's so silly but we were driving and then there was a lawnmower on the side of the road free lawnmower and it was a great condition so we used that lawnmower for two years and I was like it will come like it is in motion and so i've been practicing this in big and small ways but it's but you have to let go and you have to believe that it's coming to you and look at dude even with the pet fence like i would have gone on this vacation like i would have i've allowed myself you know to let it work me up a little bit but thank god i know better so i started telling myself a different story and this is the little exercise i was doing before bed saying it's handled the dogs will be fine the boys are capable and here he is, he freaking shows up the lawnmower, the free lawnmowers on the side of the road. So uh, you know what, listen, at once she asks, you better watch out because what you ask for, whether it's good or bad, you're going to get it. So it oh, is yeah. powerful, I am so be careful, girl, what you say to yourself, and this is me talking to myself, because you have some power, and you get what you want. And so be careful what you ask for, be
0: Absolutely. careful with your words and those yes. thoughts.
1: That's the magic. That's the,
0: that's the, the fairy godmother energy and glitter that I'm on a mission to sprinkle around the world. Like we are magical. We just have forgotten our magic and my job and your job is to help people remember that, to remember that we'll tell our listeners where they can find this amazing book and how they can connect with you on social
1: media. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So, um, my book "Fear Is my homeboy is on Amazon and Barnes and Noble in airports, anywhere you like buying books, audible. If you like listening, I read my own books. So that may be your vibe. Um, Instagram's probably my favorite place to hang out, uh, at Judy J U D I holler H O L L E R. And then of course my website has all the latest and greatest. We're uh, building out a whole new division of the company. We're bringing on a, um, a, a, a membership, a mentorship. We have a really awesome. I have a goal focused planner. So we have a really awesome planner called the vibe and thrive planner. But then I teach a mindset class to go alongside of that every January. So, you know, just follow me on the Instagram, get on my list. Oh my goodness. I'll give you a link so you can link up so people can get on my list because that's the place to be uh, because those are the folks that know everything first. Um, but yeah, and then I have a podcast, It's called the yes and podcast. So if you like Meg's podcast, I think you're going to like my podcast. It would be kind of your spiritual, you know, listen to Meg, listen to me. And you know, you're, you're running high vibe.
0: (laughs) Perfect. Perfect. That's exactly where people should be hanging out for sure. Well, this was awesome. Thank you so much for coming on. You are a doll and Mm, a magical birthday. Thank you. You're worried about nothing and just enjoy every single Mm. moment and just have intention of, of bliss.
1: Oh, thank you, my love. I will.
0: Thank you so much, Judy. If you thought today rocked, subscribe to the Meg Rock Show podcast, leave a review and let me know what your takeaway was. All of my social is linked in the show notes. Screenshot this episode and tag me on Instagram at The Meg Rock for more info on me and to take my quiz to find out what energy blocks you have in your life and in your home and maybe even coaching go to manifestingmarge.com. Repeat after me. I am a powerful, loving, radiant, abundant, badass warrior goddess. I am here to rock out this lifetime. It doesn't serve me or the world to play small. I am worthy of all that I desire. See you in the next episode. The Meg Rock Show podcast and all content created by Manifesting Marge LLC is created for informational purposes only. Always seek the advice of a physician or qualified health provider with any questions you may have for a medical condition or concern. Meg Schwarzrock is not a doctor or a therapist.